Hello, and welcome to the podcast of the Central Church of God, located at 5120 Central Avenue, Portage, Indiana. Here, you can listen to Sunday service by Pastor Robert Sluter. If you have questions, prayer requests, or want more information about our church, please feel free to contact Pastor Robert at 
And Jesus says, let's go through Samaria. And that raised questions for the disciples because they're like, we don't go through Samaria. And, we, and if you know the history of Israel and the and Samarians and, and all that, you, you know why they didn't want to go through. But Jesus came to proclaim truth and love. Amen? Amen. And so Jesus leading them, even though they didn't understand they decided to follow Christ and said, we'll go that way if that's the way you want us to go. Because God had a plan. Someone say, God has a plan. God has a plan. I believe even this morning, God has a plan. Yes. So when Jesus got to the well, he was there. Whether he arrived first or if the lady who arrived was already getting water. We do know this, that he has an encounter with a Samaritan woman. And the time of the day that she was there was not the time of the day that you draw water. Normally you would do it in the cool of the morning. But this was in the afternoon. And she was there because she was outcast from the others because of her life or her lifestyle. She wasn't welcome to come with the others. They pushed her to the side. But Jesus wants us to hear this morning. That he will not push us to the side. That he will draw us close to him if our hearts are open. He had an encounter with her. An intentional encounter with her that day. At the well. And he began to talk with her. And he began to ask. Will you give me something to drink? And she began to Why would I do that? I'm a Samaritan. I'm a woman. Why would you have that? And wouldn't you draw your own water? And then he began to use that to say to her. That the water that I really have is different than this water in this well. This water in the well, you're going to have to come back again tomorrow and get some more. But the water that I have is beyond your understanding. It's a living water that I will give unto you. Thank you and then she began to talk about worship. She began to ask questions. Well, because G Jesus was a Jew and you're talking with me and and we feel outcast because we're not even allowed to have worship in the temple. And you don't even acknowledge the place that we worship because it's in that northern kingdom. If you remember some of that history. And they, so it, it's not even counted as a real place of worship. And Jesus begins to tell to her that they who worship me must be worshipers of spirit and truth. Let's look at this starting at verse 21. Believe, woman, believe me, the hour is coming. When neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem will you worship the Father. So they were, they were bound down by a location. They were bound down by a place. Worship had to look this way. Worship had to be this way. Now God is the one who gave worship, right? He gave the instructions of how to worship. But he never did that to put us in a box that it only could be a certain way. He, he wants us to give it to him in, the, in a true heart. Authentic heart to Him, not to please anyone, but to please God. Yes. And so He began to talk to her about worship. That the day is coming that they're not going to worship just on the mountain in Jerusalem or in Samaria, but we're going to come together. For you will worship what you do not know. We worship what we know. For salvation is from the Jews. But the hour is coming, verse twenty-three, and now is here when true worshipers. Will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father is seeking such people to 
worship him. How many true worshipers do we have in the house today? Go ahead and give a, a phrase break right now. God, we worship you in spirit and in truth. We lift up our hands. We lift up our voices. We lift up our heart because you are worthy to be why true worshipers don't have to have a certain setting and a certain song and a certain sound. But we have the spirit of the Lord that leads us into worship. We have a determination I'm going to press in. And this is not just because the lights are out today. This is a, a message I believe that the Lord wants us to, to understand. And so let me kind of bring this into the time that we're in. If you've been with us the last several weeks and, and, and you Understand that we've been preaching out of Nehemiah since the beginning of, of the year. And God is laying the message at the right time, at the right place. Amen. I, I believe that he's ordering. So I'm trusting the Lord in this. And a couple weeks ago, the Lord threw out the message when we were in Nehemiah chapter 6. And we were, we were seeing that, uh, that they finished the wall in 62 days. Or 52 days. Sorry. 52 days. And, and it was a, a miracle. And the Lord started putting on my, my heart to look at some calendar things of, of happening here. And, and, and the time. And, and you remember that in one version it said on October 4th. And, and, and so we went back to that. And that was a Sunday night that was here. And again, we're not trying to make something out of nothing. But I don't want to. I don't want to miss what God is also saying and doing. So something significant is happening. And the Lord put on my heart that in these next 52 days, which is going to end on August 30th, right? The overseer is going to be uh, with us. Can I, can I go ahead and say how I got the overseer to be a part of the service that night? Yes. Now, now it's, again, I, I'm trusting the Lord in this. Because he was going to come sometime anyway. In fact, he was supposed to already been here, but his calendar got pulled away. He had to go to Cleveland. When they, Cleveland calls, you're like, okay, I'll be there. And so uh, he had to do that. And so he wasn't to be here with us. But God had a plan. God has a purpose. And in a private conversation with the overseer at one time, he was just sharing with me things that he did as a pastor. And he says, I don't know why I'm sharing this one. He goes, I, I, I want to let you know something we did at our church at one time. And so that's why I'm going to go ahead and incorporate this. And, he, 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 and you'll see these envelopes in here. They'll come into importance in just a little bit. He says, he says I was at as a church and we were, we were struggling financially. And we needed to we needed to do something. We needed to plant a seed because I believe in planting seeds. And and uh, but we need a, an immediate immediate uh, or a very soon uh, blessing from the Lord. But I wanted the people to understand that all the blessings don't have to as the Lord blesses doesn't have to come from us. So sometimes we take about offerings like oh they they want money from me the, the word from right. But God doesn't want to. It's just to flow from us. He wants it to flow through us. Someone say through us. Someone say through me. Through me. How many believe that God is able to work through you, yes. not just from you? And it's a heart thing. So he began to share that he he, he did this, uh, what we're about to do this morning. He says, I, I just took 50 envelopes and numbered it from 1 to 50 as a dollar amount. And I believe if you add those all up, that's like $1,275. It's a good amount. He says, but he goes, when I begin to teach the people, and we don't want to take anything out of context, but we want to use the word of God as our, our, our guide. Mm -hmm. He said, I went to the passage where 
Jesus was with Peter. They needed to pay their taxes. And Jesus says to Peter, go down and take a fish, go fishing, catch it with the hook, pull it out, and there will be our needs met right there. There will be a coin. And so he, he did that. And I'll share more about that maybe next, uh, in the next couple weeks as the Lord leads in this message. But I, I want you to hear this. So he did this in the church. He shared that passage. Because it wasn't just Peter reaching in his pocket, but he was open to go find what God wanted him to use and then use it for the right thing. And I want to submit to you in these next 30 days, that's why I don't want to wait on this, because it's, we're in this last 30 days of the 50 days. I believe that God wants to do something through us in this heart of giving. And so when we, we receive this offering over a course of next 30 days, not this, not this morning. You don't have to give anything this morning to this. Go ahead, go. <laughs> But I want the Lord to teach us a principle yeah. of giving when he gives. Yeah. Anybody ever got an unexpected gift? Yeah. You didn't know why it was for? Yeah. Sometimes those are for to pass along. Yes. Yeah. And I believe that Lord wants to teach us something. So he, here's his story. Our overseer in his church. And he had some prominent people. He had a doctor. And they were giving envelopes. And I want to let you know there's 50 envelopes here. They're turned upside down. You don't know which one's which. I mixed them all up. He says, by faith, I asked him to come and get an envelope and that you'll make this, this promise as the Lord blesses you somehow in the next 30 days, something that was different, that not, that just didn't go to your checking account or your savings account or your piggy bank. You just, you just went to, uh, as the Lord opens, he'll provide for you, you'll give that amount back to this offer. That's a, that's a thing of faith, right? How I many believes that God can do that? Yes. Yes. Not testing God when you're saying, God, I want to be a vessel because some of you, many of you are good givers. And you bless the Lord in your giving and it's hard when you're like, there's going to be another offering. Can we talk about this project, this projected project? I'm going to let you know. We're not going to ever just wipe that off. We're going to keep giving to it because we made a, a declaration together that we can pay off this project. Because here's the thing, if we can't pay off $30,000, we'll never pay off $300,000, $500,000, $1 million, $3 for what God wants to do, amen? But we also realize that those things, as, as, and, and I, I believe the Lord's given me some vision of some things with our property, and I'll share that at another time, at the right time. But it's going to take money, but it's not just coming out of our pockets. The Lord's going to provide. But some of it will come through you, not from you, but through you. Yes. And the Lord is able to do that. And so the overseer said, they had a doctor, and the doctor grabbed the, the envelope for $17. And he says, Pastor, i got $17 in my wallet right now. And he goes, no, don't do that. I want you to be able to trust the Lord that in these, because then you're just relying on yourself. We're trusting the Lord to open up a door in these things. Something to let you know that God is doing something. How many believes that God can do things like that? Amen. And so this doctor was invited to speak somewhere. He had a suit in, in the closet. He had a war for a while. He asked his wife to take it to the dry cleaners. And so when he got it back, there was a note. It said, we found this in your pocket. We just want to make sure you got it. It was $17. <laughs> there was other stories like that that came in. How many believe that God can do those things? Amen. And so my child is going to be this morning here in a little while. We're going to communion. We're going to... We're going to pray about this. I want everybody who will, even husband, wife, separate, whatever, because uh, I want us to take these envelopes. You may want to grab two. Don't go looking for a number. It's trusting the Lord that in these next 30 days, and it's a little bit less now, 
But in these next 30 days up to August 30, I want you to bring those offerings to that Wednesday night service. And if you can't be here, bring it the following Sunday or do it the week before. But I believe that God is going to do a breakthrough. God is doing something, right? Can I just testify since nobody's watching online? Oh, I guess we're being recorded. Hello. Roger and Annette, bless the Lord right now. There's a celebration in the, in the room. They've had a heart to move back to Portage. They're very involved here. And they're not moving just because of the church, but the church is a, a, a great part of it because they want to be in the will of God. They want to be here. They want to minister. And so it, it is a little bit of difference of distance from where they're at. Not too bad, but if you're over here a lot, it, it can add up. And, and, and they just felt like some life changes. They've been praying about it. At the beginning of the year, they pray about it. Didn't feel a release. But just a couple of months ago, in about last, in the, within the last eight weeks, they felt this release. And, and so they began to put their house on the market. How many knows there are times houses sell the next 30 minutes and sometimes it takes a while? But within this 52 days, I began to sense that the Lord was going to take us through some things. There's going to be victories, but there's also going to be some battles, but we've got to keep our eyes on the Lord, right? And the enemy wants to bring discouragement. He wants to bring stress. And that's why I believe the Lord put on my heart to preach on stress just a couple of weeks ago. And there was some that was, that was with us, as normal and now with us. Uh, that said, that message was yes. for me. God has a way of ordering our steps. Yes. So we believe that the house is going to sell. But this past Monday, if it's okay for me to share, they woke up thinking, we're going to just take it off the market. This, it, I'm tired. I'm stressful. It, it, this is heavy. And I felt that sense. And I, I think I reached out that day and, and said something. And then they were at Tuesday night prayer. And we prayed again. We had a phenomenal time Tuesday night. God was just here. But we were praying this week. And there was a couple of times. They were interested and they pulled out. But yesterday. Was it yesterday? It was day four. It was on Friday. Yeah, it was on Friday. I get a text. Like, we've got someone that's interested. They want to make a cash offer. Which, that's great, right? Yes. Amen. But the timeline is not lining up because they want it this fast. They want to do this. We've got things on our end. And so they, we get to pray. We pray for favor. And before that day, a couple hours later, they had papers signed by everybody. But here's the thing. What they didn't know right before that is the house that they have already secured, the owner of that home was getting ready to put it on the market the next day. He's like, I can't wait anymore. How many knows that God is never too late? Amen. That's one of the victory stories I believe that's taking place in these 30 days. That God is doing something. That we keep trusting Him in the, that 52 days overall. That we keep trusting Him and, and we're going to see. I believe in these next 30 days that, that some of you are going to receive a blessing that, that you weren't expecting. And because of your faithfulness, God is going to bless you again and more because you're saying, I'm willing for it to flow through me, not just from me. Trust in the Lord. So I was, uh, the overseer shared this story with me. It's been six, seven, eight months ago, not long after they, they arrived. And I held on to that. I'm like, I, I may do something like that at some time. And just finding the right, the right place, being moved on. Well, last Monday, I think it was this, this past Monday, it was Monday morning. I don't get a lot of spiritual dreams. I'm not, you know, 
trying to puff myself up that I get a lot of spiritual dreams. I'm just saying, I don't get a lot of spiritual dreams. So if something is, seems spiritual, uh, I want to hold on to that, right? Well, at first when I had this dream, I didn't know, I didn't know what to think of it. It wasn't, it didn't like hit me really hard, but on Monday morning before the the morning prayer call that I get on with pastors uh, uh, most days is, is that I had to dream that our overseer was in a setting with us. This is before I asked him to come and preach. So just know the context. Hadn't had any in mind to come yet on, on that Wednesday. So I'm, I'm, and he's taking up an offering, which was unusual. I'm not saying here. He was actually passing the, the basket around. And, and so it came to, to me, and I don't carry much cash. I just don't do that. Every once in a while I have some in there if, I, if I've had something to come in. And, but I don't get cash and put it in my wallet. So I'm just there in my dream thinking, well, I think there's a couple of ones and maybe a 20 in the, in the back. That's what I'll do. I'll just go ahead and reach in. I'll get that 20 as he came. But as I reached in, I opened up. There was more money in there than I, than I thought. And in the back I reached and I pulled out the bill and it wasn't a 20, it was a 50. And so I went ahead and I, I guess I had a look on my face because as I was giving it, he's looked at me and says, do you need change? <laughs> now, I mean, you can have some weird dreams sometimes, but I, I'm like, and I'm like, no, I'm, I'm giving this because of, it's for the Lord in the dream. Not, nothing major. Okay. So I didn't do anything. I didn't wake up and like, honey, I just had a dream. I didn't text the overseer. I was dreaming about you. <laughs> But then I got on the prayer call, and he speaks almost every morning. He'll say something, and he'll have other people. But that morning, he decided to begin to share about money that he never talks about money. That's not been the thing. And he began to share about the envelopes. And I'm like, okay, Lord, this is just interesting that you're doing this. You may not think that's significant. To me, though, I thought, okay, God, I don't want to miss this. Right. And I believe you set this up. Yeah. And so... I'm going forward with that. So even this morning, I had to deal with, okay, do I get the envelopes out or not? And I'm like, yes, this is what the Lord wants for us today. Yes. Yes. He's got a plan. Yes. And so after I got off that prayer call, I began to think, the officer needs to be with us in this, this sacred assembly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. he's, he's my spiritual covering. He's our overseer for the state, and, and the Lord speaks through him. I believe that the Lord is going to do something again. August 30th, there's, there's going to be more breakthroughs. Yeah. Be ready. Because yeah. the enemy's going to want to fight. Yeah. He's going to try to bring discouragement. He's going to try to bring some hiccups. But you keep your eyes on Jesus. Yeah. Don't get your eyes off of Jesus. Yeah. And I believe he's going to do something something great. Yeah. Oh, hey. So Lord, we just, we just pause right now and pray. We thank you for the way that you order our steps. The way that you move on our hearts. The way that you open doors. I'm praying that this not only moves us in that, that heart of giving and generosity, but it will speak to the heart of obedience of tithing. That's how God blesses it. And I'll share this one more time again. You'll hear it other times. With our, our finances here, we trust the Lord with them. This is how I firmly believe. If we're all faithful, everyone that's connected to this church, if we're faithful in doing what we're supposed to do, which is giving our tithes, right? Yes. 
That there's, there's, you'll never convince me otherwise that we're not supposed to do that. And I believe that we're supposed to be faithful. When we're faithful, and we've done all that we could do, and we're being wise with our spending, we're being wise as best that we can, trust in the Lord, I believe that He will always provide. How many is on board with that? So I don't worry about the finances. I don't fret over it. Because we serve a God that is able. We serve a God that's more than able. So I'm trusting in Him today. But that trust goes beyond just the pastor. It goes into the heart of the people that you trust the Lord to take care of your needs when you're faithful to Him first. And it's hard when you're when you're young, it's hard when you're in a tight place. It's hard when you know the budget is in your home is like we can't make it. That's when you trust the Lord. Like I'm going to be obedient first. Then you got to make right decisions with the rest. But God is faithful. God is good. So this morning I want to trust the Lord in our leading. Of communion before we do this over here. I'm so glad I've given my heart to Jesus. Amen. I want you to stand to your feet this morning. Go ahead and start getting the. I know it's a little bit harder with these, so take your time. And if you can't see, and you go out and pull your for light, go right ahead. orders our steps. But we've got to follow Him. And there's we're in this room together. No one knows what tomorrow is going to look like. You didn't know what today was going to look like when you when you came in. You didn't know what to expect. I'm okay with that. God, I'm okay with what you're wanting to do. Because all we're experiencing here is temporary. There's, there's going to be inconvenience in life. Anybody ever deal with those? Cars won't start. Plumbing gets plugged up. Garbage disposal won't work. Something, just little things here and there. Has anybody ever died from that? No. Because no. the Lord has his hand on us. Yes. Those inconveniences, they're troublesome. But it's a testing of our, our character, the testing of the fruit of, of the Spirit in our life. How am I going to respond to this? I've been challenged even this week. I, I had that book having a godly mindset in critical times, I fell at it sometimes. Can I just be honest? There's some times I'm like, and I go back and I'm like, why did I say that? Why did I act like that? Not just flat out sinning. I'm just saying that it, it wasn't the person I want to be. And I do my best to try and make it right as soon as I can. 
And like, I'm sorry I, I said that. I that's not the way I meant that. As dealing, we, we deal with stuff. But I, I'm tired of excuses. I want to just grow. Yes. <laughs> and be better. Yes. So when I think about the price that he paid for me. Yes. And I realize I've been forgiven. And I realize that as people, as a human race, we talked about this on Wednesday. I encourage me on Wednesday nights with it. We're having a great time yes. with the word. We're not just any other creation. We're not just any other creature roaming this earth. We're different. Yes. God has breathed his breath into our lungs. That's why I love singing songs. We're talking about breathing out and singing out with all the breath in my lungs because I want to give back to him what he put in the yes. When I think about his love and his mercy. He's a forgiving God. It doesn't matter what yesterday looked like. It matters at this moment. That we surrender our heart completely to him. I'm just going to ask the question. Is there anyone in this room today. Before we take this communion. That says I want to give my heart. To Jesus. I want to surrender my life to him. I don't want to hold back. I don't want to walk in my way. I want to walk his way. Is there anyone today. Just want to give your heart to the Lord. I want us to remember what Christ did for us. Heavenly Father. We take these, these elements. Of your great love. Your great mercy. Has covered our sins. So when we confess you as our Lord and Savior, you put us on a new path. You begin to erase the old path from your mind. It's still there in, in our mind at times, and we struggle with that. But in your mind, you're erasing the path that we were on because you put us on a new path, a new journey with you. And we call on your most holy name. We love you, Lord. Yes. Thank you for the forgiveness of our sins. Thank you for redeeming us. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving me, O Lord. For washing me white as snow. Thank you for salvation today. So we take this bread and we break it. Remembering his body is broken for us. For healing. Anybody need a healing touch this morning? Lord, we claim it right now yes. at this moment. Yes. Your body is broken for us. Yes. By your stripes, we are healed. Yes. yes. We claim healing. Yes. Somebody needs healing. Go ahead and claim it right now. I'm healed in the mighty name of Jesus. I'm claiming it too. I'm, I haven't been saying a whole lot. I've, I, even at this moment, I have a, a numb left arm. I, for six weeks, I've been dealing with this, but I'm claiming the power of Jesus Christ. Lord, I'm trusting you, Lord, right now. Lord, I know that you're able to heal and touch me right now, and you're able to touch others in this room. We take this bread. It represents your body, and we do it in remembrance. Jesus took the cup. That represented his blood, the covenant, the New Testament. New covenant with him. Lord, we are 
sanctified by your blood. Yes. We are saved by your yes. blood. Yes. Thank you, Lord. So we remember what you've done for us right now. In Jesus' mighty name.
I'm going to trust the Lord that in these next almost 30 days that I'm going to, I'm going to be open. And the Lord's going to, I believe the Lord's going to bless us somehow. It may be a bonus at work. It, it may be a, it may be a gift card that someone gives you that you take that same amount and give, okay? It may not be cash. You've got to say the Lord. Just, but I'm saying when he blesses me, I'm willing to use that blessing to bless back into this because I'm trusting the Lord. So that's all the invitation is this morning. Who will be first? You don't have to share the amount with anybody. Just keep it to your heart. There's one. Some of you will get a dollar. There's a few. There's one to fifty is the amounts. One to fifty. I want us to hold these, these envelopes up. This is so powerful. I believe that God's going to bless your home. He's going to bless our church. So if you take your envelope, just hold it to heaven. Heavenly Father, I submit this to you. I surrender to you.
give her body, know what she's facing, and we just pray and encourage her and give her strength. Lord, I pray for John as he's in the hospital, that you'll strengthen him. Lord, touch his heart, give the doctor's wisdom. Lord, we pray for Kim. Continue to strengthen her and Charlene. And we just trust you, God. You're a God that we can follow. You're worth following, God, because you're everything. You're everything. We, we just acknowledge you are everything. We magnify you. Keep us safe until we're able to come back together. We do pray over this electricity issue, Lord, that it'll come back on uh, this afternoon soon. So we can come back tonight to uh, to hear from Les Higgins. I believe you have a plan. We want to, be, we want to hear from this. We'll give you glory in Jesus' name. We'll keep you posted, so uh, if, uh, if if the lights, uh, I'll just try to send out a text, but uh, no matter what, but we want to we keep everybody posted, but I'm believing that God's going to do something as far yes. as it's going to happen. Amen. 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 If you can see some people, shake their hands on the way out. <laughs>